When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Thank you very much. Silence the voice. Uh, it is time is just zooming by. Straight to my demise. My dad and I were talking last night about, you know, Texas having no masks. And I just got to talk on, online with a guy who's a good dude. We back and forth. And uh, he actually got a vasectomy based on my incredible praise of Dr. Lin's vasectomy skills. You watched the video probably that I put up before some uptight lady couldn't look at my huge ball sack taking needles and not think it was sexy and then told Facebook to take it down. Still don't understand that one. I put my balls on, on the line to show other dudes... It's not that big a deal, even though it does, you know, it's a pretty big deal. Have your balls out in the middle of the room and somebody's stuffing needles. In it. Oh, yeah. But uh, I'm like, look, if I can do it, you can do it. So I, I even put on the post. This is not about sex just because there are testicles and scrotums involved. This is about a medical procedure. So if you immediately want this taken off Facebook, you really need to check your own brain on why you're so uptight about seeing 40, what do we have, like 40,000 views of that yeah. thing in less than eight hours. It's getting passed all over. I don't know how many people were commenting going, you know what, dude? I'm doing it. And all the people that were thinking about, you know, getting vasectomies and their wife has to do birth control, which is terrible for her body. And, you know, sack up. Be a man. Do it. If you don't want kids anymore, do it. And uh, somebody said, uh, this is disgusting sexual perversion. Had it removed from Facebook. Anyway, still never said that. Get a vasectomy. The best thing in the world. Uh, But Brandon emails and says because uh, we're talking about my dad and there's nothing he says uh, look at florida man open the whole time no worse than california which has been closed the whole time we just we should just open up I, i'm with everybody who thinks the whole thing should be opened up but the fact of the matter is our bitching and crying amongst each other isn't going to do a thing because we're not the ones making the ultimate decisions so play the game it sucks you don't like the rules it's all but play the game we're we're so close don't rip the rubber off now you'll catch the aids don't do it. But, yeah, we're so close. And it's fact of the matter is I don't want to wear a mask. I want restaurants to be open. Although I did have to drive all the way to Larry H. Miller in Surprise yesterday with my friend, and we both noticed that there was – like we got stuck in traffic a couple of times. It was about 4 o'clock or 3 o'clock, and I'm like, uh-oh. They're starting to go out again. The, the roads are filling up like bad because it used to be – and even coming back, it was like, this is still COVID good. I, I never had to stop. But it was a lot more people than normal. And so we're like, ah, that's people are going to kill each other. If we don't ease back in to traffic again, people are going to start killing each other because we're not good at that. And we've forgotten, I think, in the last year, 
how the commute's gotten a whole lot easier. We're moving. There's, I mean, there's accidents that'll screw it up. But every day, I used to, I used to drive home from here about one o'clock, and the two o two would start backing up right around Twenty Fourth Street, and I'm like, now, and there's no reason for it. Just a bunch of people. We forgot about that, and that we're going to start shooting each other. I might so. be already talking myself into it, but I think they were the freeways were a lot fuller this morning. I, I saw. I thought the same thing. Like, yep. People are out. Fifty like, one's no, got people on it again. People I'm are like, getting there. There was a time. Up until maybe September, October, where I was pretty frequently one of about five cars I'd see on the 51 on my way in. And that's all the way from, you know, Glendale in. I wouldn't see anybody. And then I got on the 202 and there's a few more people on that. But for the most part, and now it's like, no, it's not traffic, but there's a lot more folks out. But we're going to lose it when we start getting back into what it used to be. I think we all forgot that COVID's one good quality was it kept people home. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, look, we're, we got to play the game just for a little while longer. Hopefully for a little while. Just play it because I agree. I wish it was all opened up. We should probably, you know, in, in hindsight, maybe we should have never done a thing. But we did. So it doesn't really matter. Live in the reality of the fact that you're not calling a shot. No matter how, no matter what your opinion is, you're not calling a shot. I love what my friend John said. Guns beat the flu every time. You can't beat survivalists. <laughs> That's right. And he's right. You could end the flu real quick with a gun. <laughs> I mean, the recovery time is is a little harder. But, yeah, so just play the game. I hate it, too. But all the emails that come in, you got to stop pandering to them. Like, what, what's my option? Yelling into the wind? <laughs> pissing into the wind? You're right. I could sit and go, this is crazy. This is wrong. And then what changed? What happened? Oh, no, we, hadn't, we, had, we had to do this longer because there's too many of us that are – those dudes see their whole careers – Based on the spikes, politicians, because we put it all in their hands, see the spike and they're like, ah, we got to do something or we look inept. So then they do dumb stuff and then we have to bear the brunt of that. Just follow along. It sucks. Jesus, if Brett will listen, he's, you hate this. Oh, you hang out with a, You hang out with a bunch of Second Amendment guys that want to go shoot the virus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> why we'll can't get we, it. Why can't we just kill it with one of our massive weapons? We'll get it. We're going to get this some bitch. <laughs> So, yeah, it's all. I just get on. Or the guys that are like, I eat that for yeah, breakfast. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you who said that. It was Shane Orlando when we had to <laughs> warn him that he came into the building. We're not supposed to have people in the building. And he came in. He's like, I'm clean. We're all good. And we had to record some stuff. And then that was the the week that Paul got sick. So we text Shane Orlando. Badass Shane Orlando. If you saw him, hearing Shane's voice is different than seeing Shane. 100%. When yeah. I first met him, I was like, that is not the same <laughs> yeah. guy. Because yep. Shane Orlando is a, a like a competitive bodybuilder he's not doing it right now but when he's in his huge mode it's like you are hey john what's going on hey shane are you are your muscles choking out your vocal cords because this is just thought i'd stop by and record a couple more spots with you i'm like all right and you're gonna lift me for about a half hour after i assume yeah i'm probably gonna try to get the building off its moorings okay he's huge so we text uh text shane say hey you're exposed to a covid in the building as soon as he goes and his text back was if he if he said it, it would have been you know like oh, okay that's just what if he texts it so you read it different. He goes COVID dot dot dot. I eat that for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Except for he said COVID. I eat that for lunch. <laughs> I love Shane. He's great. But uh, yeah. So you know you would never expect that. But he's he's in on the whole thing. I think and it's stupid too. But, uh, yeah, so I was talking to my dad about the, the masks and all the stuff in Texas. And then he said, uh, so you got your surgery Friday, huh? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, you nervous? I'm like, it's not comfortable. I haven't been 
great about it. I got too many things that are going to have to change over the next few days that I'm just, you know, it's the not knowing and you go into this thing. So he goes, uh, Hey, what do we do? This is my dad, by the way. This is the man who, who made me. I was a, I was a, you know, a little trickle in his pants prior to this. That's what I was. That's, I came from him doing something to my literally. mom. I literally did. <laughs> like, you think about that, uh, you know, the, the nature of the entire very creation. Meta. It's very meta to think that I'm talking to the guy that basically spurted one on my mom, and there I am. That's essentially all it was. Now I'm doing that. You were the one time it took. Yeah, when you when you yeah exactly. You think about all the times that you've made tummy puddles and how many me's have been abandoned. Yep. Yep. And the one time he's like, "I'll shove this one in here and see what happens." And the oven took it. Really, Marcy? So this that that's the meta creativity in your brain when you start thinking about the real depths of you know life and creation, all the weird things. And he goes, oh, yeah, 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 surgery. He's like, hey, uh, <clears throat> what, what do we do uh, with all the investments we've got? Because my dad and I have a couple things we do together that I'm kind of in control of on my phone through buying stuff. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, well, how do I – worst case scenario, I mean, what do we do? <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you saying – You're going to die. <laughs> Just in case. If I die, how do you get your paws on the cash? <laughs> Well, yeah. I'm like, well, what you got to do is harvest my thumb for the thumbprint into the phone. That's basically it. Then you can get into all the the, <laughs> the apps for the cryptocurrency and the other stuff we've got. Okay. No kidding. I have the text because this is before we talked. How long does a thumb last? <laughs> Jesus. How long does it if, – if I had the thumb, I don't know what I'd do with it. I am curious. How long does a thumbprint last on a thumb that's no longer attached? How, how long, long does it shrivel up? Yeah. And then he asks, how long does it take for you to recover? Oh, do you need any help? <laughs> First he oh, asks, by the way. <laughs> what do I do with your with your, you know, detached thumbprint? How long do I have? What how do, do I, I get put the in? Bitcoin? He's asking me, hey, when you die and I steal your thumb for the Bitcoin, <laughs> how long does that thumbprint last before I have to learn exactly what I'm doing on your phone? I'm like, just fly out, <laughs> harvest the thumb, get my phone. You don't remember any of your passwords? No, it's all on my th- – and the phone remembers them for me. So you're going to have to thumbprint that and get in there and then never escape the phone again. So Megan, all that stuff, she's going to need to thumb too. Everybody's going to need to thumb. Okay. Can we just cut it off now? You're going to be all right and stuff. Don't worry about it. But just in case. He's thinking about cutting my thumb off. He's in Texas right now thinking about, well, I don't know how to harvest a thumb. I mean, I could field dress him and – he knows how to get – he just doesn't know how to talk to the doctor. I need five minutes alone with my boy's body. And he's going to come out and he's going to have a thumb in his pocket and he's going to run. That man just stole that man's thumb and phone. So if you're interested in that and I'm gone. That was, and somebody just emailed me and said, it's kind of like flying, John. Don't you kind of like, – because I always say that the best time to fly is after news of a flight that's gone horribly wrong because it doesn't happen two days in a row. It never does. So when you're like, oh, there's trouble in the air, United Airlines, I'm like, ah, yay, I'm flying on Friday. This is great. This won't happen later in the week. I'll, I'm okay. Especially if one crashes, you get about two months of free air travel and no, no concerns. So somebody emailed and said, if only you could get news of somebody who died in anesthesia right now. I'm like, oh, that would be so comforting at this very moment <laughs> if news broke and another Joan Rivers situation happened where she's just trying to get a nose job and the anesthesia dropped her like a bad habit. It has to be someone famous, though, because I don't think unfamous people die. They don't report. They the don't ones. report yeah. that. So we need we need another situation where somebody's somebody famous's brother or sister went in to get a butt implant. 
and uh, didn't yeah, make and it through. What are the Kardashians? Like, yeah, yeah, we got to. Oh, we don't want all of them to die. Brett oh. got too excited Sorry. about that. We're not, <laughs> look, I'm not going to root for one individual unless Guy Fieri has some sort of appendix thing. That would be <laughs> that would be nice. That if I had that before I went under, Guy Fieri's appendix went poorly, and oh, but I'm not, but I don't want to root for an individual's passing. But I do wish some news would break. That would make me relax a lot. Like if TMZ said. During surgery, routine surgery. Oh, <laughs> oh, you have no idea how relaxing that would be. <laughs> pretty, can we pray to your God to have him yeah. take out a celebrity parent or brother or sister and some meaningless tummy tuck? This just the, in, Janet yeah. Jackson. Has, well, I don't want her to go. No? Let's not root for an individual, just okay. someone. Someone. It could even be like, you know, Carol Baskin, just someone of note. Oh, I'm so, with you. No, we Baskin. don't we're not rooting no? for anyone. No, I'm just throwing a name <laughs> See? out. See? It's yeah, not just me. What's the matter with you guys? <laughs> Although Baskin wouldn't be so See? Bad. Yeah. So would hey, one of the Kardashians. Well, depends though. I mean, which one? Dep- mm, Take your on. pick. We all know we no, we all know which one. I don't know if you can knock out Chloe. Right. So I don't think you can do <laughs> like I a horse you know, tranquilizer in it. Like one of those guys in a pith helmet with those elephant guns. <laughs> I've hit it. It just won't go down. Don Jr. She does her procedure straight up anyway. She dates NBA no players. Game. She's taking yeah. bigger darts than that. <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. <laughs> I don't want the Kardashians. To, that's ridiculous. But I do wish for uh, some sort of news to break where somebody got it right before Friday. Because then, then it's me. And again, I don't want top billing on that. Local Valley disc jockey dies tonight at 10. I'm like, oh, no, that's this guy. That was Steve Irvin. Three-year-old boy tries to fly off the roof. Local DJ dies. You won't have to worry about Carrie Lake covering it. How about right? that? Yeah. She She's just angry. fired off. She's mad at everything. Carrie Lake, did, and it was during our show that was the it? email went out. I thought, because Bob Weaver, our sales guy uh, down, our manager, came up and he's like, did you hear Carrie Lake's announcement? And I'm like, I, somebody said she quit. And he goes, not only quit, like through the whole network and her, everything, threw him under the bus. She said, I'm sick of reporting news that I'm reading. I mean, this isn't even real. This is fake. I'm, I'm reporting news I couldn't like, prove or anything else and giving it to you like it's news, and that's not why I started this. Mm-hmm. Well, I got to hand it to her. The that's, integrity. And, uh, you know, yeah. I wish somebody from the other uh, news organization would do them. that. Yeah. And, and they could all start to kind of join together and say this is, this she, is detrimental to information. She did CNN catch and some it, heat, though, Look, you know, reading in the background like in 2019 – I'm not sure if it was the pandemic video or something like that. She put that on her Facebook in this 2019. Pandemic was last well, year. Well, not 2019. Yeah. It was uh, but either way, COVID 19. Um, she put it up there saying this is one of the more realistic <laughs> ones that I've seen, uh, and she caught some heat for that. Maybe she's a lunatic. You know, and there's a couple. Yeah, but but fact I think of the matter is, was just, she's, yeah, she's tired of telling you news that she knows isn't real. She and how would you real. like to? be handed you know the stories that i don't necessarily you're doing it i think that's slanted a there was bit. a lady here named heidi fogelsong years ago that made a very public quit she was a newscaster for 
uh, Channel 3 and a couple of 10, I think. But she basically came out and said, um, I try to talk them out of the stories that they want to lead with, and they ask me to make it bloodier than it is. Um, she goes, if, if it bleeds, it leads storyline is now so so much worse than it's ever been that they're trying to make things that aren't bleeding bloody. And she said, I just don't think that's right. And she, she was, she's gone on and done great stuff. But, I mean, there's a lot of news people that just say forget. I remember a dude named, uh, God, Cam, Cameron Sutton. No, Cameron Sutton plays for the Steelers. Cameron. Uh, oh, yeah, he was on Channel 3 too, wasn't he? You remember uh, that guy? It was Cameron Harper? Harper. There yeah. you go, Cameron Harper. And he did a, a, he thought it would be newsy to go to an execution. And I wa- it was an Arizona execution. It was the pellets. They dropped the pellets, and then it fills with this gas. And uh, and he went in, and he's a badass newsman. We're standing outside, and the media has allowed three or four passes, and I'm going to be inside there, and I'll be reporting live at this this person. And he came out of that thing. I, I It was midnight, 08. Not 08, the year. It was like 12.08. And he comes out, and he's staring at the camera, and it looks like somebody just slaughtered his whole family. And he goes, I don't want to ever see that again. It is it changed his mind on what he was reporting, on how he felt, and he was on TV doing it. And I think he felt guilty, like at that very moment, like this was not for ratings or TV. This was I actually just watched somebody die for entertainment purposes, because essentially that's why the media was there. They weren't there to report the news or report what happens. The media gets shown that stuff, like here, you want to see it? Go talk about it. And he was like ghost white. And I'm like, ooh, I was nervous for him when he was given his follow-up because they interviewed my uh, Our buddy Jim Sharp was in on one of those and said it was just horrifying. Yep. And he, I think he watched Lethal Injection, and he's like, it's just this creepy, weird moment. It's like the guy has the last words. He says something weird. One guy had that one. He said, go Raiders, was his last words. You still feel go right. Raiders! Go there. Raiders! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this isn't a tattoo. You realize that that needle is not... Yeah, but, you know, so the news people quitting like that, that's a big step. And Carrie Lake has been around forever. She covered our uh, that thing at the zone that time. We had those people living in that Ford Escape, remember? Oh, yeah. And she came out, and I started chatting with her. They were covering every single day, so she's just sitting next to me while I was doing afternoons and talking. And Really super nice lady. I don't know if she's changed. That was 20 years ago, but super sweet woman. Actually, really nice, but her, her press release was basically like, eh, everything that's on here is crap, and I'm tired of reading crap to you. So, so uh, that's why someone was asking me, oh, is that because, <laughs> was it a negotiation thing? I'm like, well, if it was, I don't think the uh, the equation of going to another station yeah. is really in she that video. Every not in those cars. She burned no. every bridge. Uh, you can't just say, yeah, the news is all lies. Hey, Channel 12, can I work for you? You can't. So maybe she's moving on to something else, but that was a... I'm not necessarily like a bombshell, but it was kind of interesting that somebody would do that. So your girl Heidi Fogelsong is back on TV. She's got loads of stuff she's doing she's with doing her own nationally company. Nationally syndicated yeah. show, um, The List. I've seen that. It's her own uh, her own production and consulting thing. I asked Bob yesterday what's your consulting stuff, international con- consultation. And she used to be the number one morning show in town in '93 when she quit with Cameron Harper. Yeah, he, That's they were what about the same time. Yeah. So on three TV, they were the number one team, and it was front page news on all three Valley newspapers. Yeah. She just said, screw this. Well, because she basically said, I'm tired of trying to make things worse. Like, the stories are bad, and you want me to make them worse. Like, you want me to – and they do it now. They knock on the door of the kid who just drowns family and put a mic in their face. and like, let's get more drama. Then, I mean, if and it's not dramatic enough – the local oh, news terrible. to begin with because the product is – 
you know, they're it's a tough go. But if you if you have a drowned kid in somebody's backyard, that should be dramatic enough. Yeah. Not let's go talk to the parents immediately. And I'm always shocked that they'll get a family the people member. that will talk. They'll do it. Paul Manchaka, who is uh, my favorite uh, Phoenician of all time, I think. I'm pretty sure that there's been no better Phoenician ever, was the one who pretended to be retarded to get people to come wipe his ass. 19 bucks a pop. It seems pretty reasonable, right? And then he got caught. I have a different favorite than you. <laughs> Who's yours? <laughs> Paul's just a legend. <laughs> you can't even name another one. You could name If I said Paul Manchaka or any other... You know who the second greatest Phoenician is of all time? Fife Symington? Paul Manchaka oh. Sr. Because that dude had to go to work the day after his son uh, was announced as fake but they stay off. The, they stayed off the cameras. They were banging on their door. And they were like, all right. They wouldn't come to the door and answer. But people with like, like you know, family just got slaughtered and whatever. They're standing out in front of their house crying, going, I'm going to miss her. They had an 11-year-old girl on whose mother got run over by a car that day. Yeah. I'll miss her so much. Of course you will. Get this off. But that's their job. So Carrie Lake and Fogelsong, and there's been others, but I mean, Carrie Lake's thing yesterday was like, wow, that's big. Fogelsong's quote is that when I was in television, I wasn't getting jaded. I was getting bothered to zoom in on an aerial shot down into the backyard of a pool while you have paramedics trying to resuscitate a young kid. That was tough. Yeah. You don't want to see that. The way we covered stories, by the way, I didn't do anything about it. I followed the rules, but the times we overstepped the lines. Tons. Well, and now it's getting worse because now they're competing not only with other news channels, but social the media. internet it's, yeah, itself, yeah. as well as social media. So now it's just like, do whatever you can to get there first. And more importantly. And report it. Doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. People aren't going to that them as the source anymore. There's so many but others. Yeah. you're also dealing with a calloused populace that watches so horrible calloused. stuff. Yep. And you're trying to Disney the news? I can go online right now and see two people die. Uh, on and then that lathe, yep. Uh, that dude who grabs the, the Look at power lines, Jerson's this half oh, Jesus, time. God like, yeah. Almighty, whatever. And Brady, Brady's got that dude that sends him those videos. So yeah. I mean, we are kind of not jaded to it. It still bothers me, but callous to the idea that you know I can see this. Like if a helicopter's hovering, I just never understood the helicopter hovering above the pool of people who are. It's real, you know. I understand like accidentally, like you're filming something and something horrible happens. But if you're like, okay, there's a baby that just drowned in that pool. Let's put a uh, let's let's hover some helicopters over that family's house. That's when it gets me. It's like you realize that there are people in that house that are dealing with the worst thing that could ever happen, and they got to sit and listen to choppers hovering above them, trying to get the best angle of the pool that their kid drowned in. That's usually second. If we can't get there first, right? Then, then let's up the coverage better, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, then yeah, let's go for the thing they don't have. So yeah, Carrie Lake's thing was. Pretty, pretty, uh, kind of shocking. And then this is the bigger thing. Somebody says, although uh, Carrie Lake, I'm going to miss seeing those sweet cans. At least Carilla is a great replacement. I don't know if they got a new canned girl. Oh, the, oh, I, I know. Caribe, you mean? Oh, Caribe's no. great. No, it says Carilla. They must have a new Carilla. girl there. I don't know about. I don't watch Fox 10 local news. I like Channel Three. Not Gorilla, Carilla. <laughs> I didn't although, go there. I'd watch that news if they had a gigantic. Uh, you know, primate just storming around and at any minute could eat John Hook. <laughs> that would be John bad. Hook has a look of fear on John his face. <laughs> tonight, in, tonight in Tolleson, there's, oh, Jesus, God. Get through the story. <laughs> now with the weather. <laughs> that Bongo? Just, he's getting close. He just hauls off and backhands him. throw it over there's to Corey. Carilla. Oh, yeah, Christina Carilla. Yeah, all right. Whoa. I like that uh, Celeste Rodriguez. 
You've talked about her a lot. Yeah, she's well. I, I don't know what it is. She looks like she looks like she's trying to look through me. She's really. really so she winks. Oh, here's to Carrie you. and Carilla. Yeah. There's a replacement Carrie. <laughs> yeah, that Stephanie Hockridge was in and out of town for. Like, oh, a Hockridge! Minute. Hockridge was I I effing me the whole time through my TV. I don't remember her. Yeah, oh, yeah. She, look her up, Stephanie Hockridge. Else. Yeah, she went up the yeah. up the chain pretty fast. Celeste does that morning stuff on Channel Ten, and every you know if I if we have a day off or vacation or whatever, and I'm up. And I pop it on because Caliendo was on there once, and I sit next to her, and she just looks at the camera. We'll be right back. Mm, <laughs> wink, and then like a little sultry, and like smoldering eyes. Oh, hey, now where's she at? Where's Stephanie Hockridge. I'm not sure Whoa. where she's at now, but I did I, she do some she modeling? Doing What's some, that some blue dress? Whoa, it's a news girl in a bra. You want to up the ratings? Well, Hockridge, nice work. Where does she work now? Oh, she married some dolt. <laughs> oh, yeah. You mentioned that one night. She had a giant ring yeah, on her finger. Got, can't blame him. Not bad. Not, yeah. yeah, she came and went fast. 43 Phoenix News hotties. <laughs> and that's really all we care about, so long as it's being delivered by a hot ass. <laughs> and that's the reason that we've got, you know, the weekend. Amber Sullins. Amber Sullins doing that weather. And I know them all, too. I don't know any of the dudes. I know John Hook and I know Irvin. <laughs> Boy drowns in his own spaghetti tonight at 10. That's the only reason I know him. He's, I don't actually no, watch. Your best one is, he said what? He said what? Find out at 10. <laughs> that was because he said, Uber driver called one of his passengers a what? <laughs> tonight at 10. I'm like, I can't get enough of that. The other one was uh, stealing or sniffing panties or something. What? Yeah, what? there was one where he, I'm watching some TV show and he came and he goes, uh, Federal judge is in trouble for sniffing panties tonight at 10. <laughs> or something like I stole a young girl's panties. I just wanted to hear him say panties more. Cracked me up. <laughs> Last night on the news, it was a great one. I realized I'll never have this issue. There's some dude in Tempe on Baseline and Mill that's going to jail for a public urination and uh, exposing himself. And that's because he's got a huge wonker. These ladies were walking into the Circle K. Was this the guy running around naked? No. He's oh. just peeing. Oh. And he's peeing, and they're like, oh. And then their daughter looked over, and he's looking at him, and he's like, oh, no. But they said that he was holding him both hands, which basically means the exposure. <laughs> From 300 look, yards away. I'd get public, could see I it. could get public urination charges for peeing on the side of a Circle K. Never would there be two ladies and their daughter saying, and we saw it. It's, <laughs> n- it's not a thing. I, I, it's just, I will never get an exposure charge for simple urination. I would have to actually chase you around and point to it to have you go, oh, my God, oh, that's his dick. It reminds me of the time I was at Hohokam, and that dude goes, look out now, cause yeah. he used to, and he ran in behind me while I'm peeing. Remember those troughs at Hohokam, yeah, yeah. to pee in troughs? Just the worst. It's so concentration camp awful. All of a sudden, you're at a ball game. Yeah, we're having fun. It's like everybody pee in the same bucket, and we're standing there. I'm peeing. I've got my one hand holding the mushroom of my wiener. Because that's all that's coming out in the trough. And I hear, look out now. And, and out comes the summer sauce Behind me, running in with his, it's already out. And he's got to go now. And he's both hands on it. This thing had to be nine inches flaccid. And he's holding it next to me. Oh, he starts going. And I'm sitting there with my one finger. It's like, <laughs> tap, oh. tap. <laughs> that's what was going on at that Circle K. The dude was peeing outside with a beast. And he got... Exposure charges tacked on because some little girl goes, ah! Because her future is like 
forever changed that that's what she's got to look forward to. You'd created a lesbian with that thing. Because a little girl that sees that's like, I don't want any of those. Is that what they look like? No, it isn't. Let me let me tell you, there's very safe ones too. I happen to be packing one. <laughs> so Nick the Dick from Bachelor Party. Yes. His career hasn't yes. gone so well. Yes. He's over at Tempe now. Right. Got about Nick <laughs> the Dick. Dude's name was. Uh, it's a great picture too because it's like he looks worn out from carrying it. It's almost like he got happy. He's happy he was arrested because he's just sick of hauling this thing around. Uh, where is this picture? It's such a great shot. Yeah, I mean, but an exposure charge for peeing uh, on the side of a building, it's never going to happen to me, ever. I venture to guess it won't happen to any of us in this room. We've all peed publicly, and never once has anybody said, I've got to call the police. Because you can pee on the side of a building, and most time people will be like, that's disgusting. Gross. The city's falling apart. And they go in and tell the Circle K person, and then maybe you get a talking to. But unless you've got a huge hog. He got exposure to a minor charges, which means he – and all he was doing was peeing. As I read the story, it's like he wasn't waving it around. He's just standing there with it out. And that's all – you can't you – know, that's tough. And and for the cops to actually say, all right, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't doing anything. Doing on purpose. Some sexual predator. He's just peeing. He said he's kind of a loser. He's peeing on a building. But his dork was and so big. And ladies, cut him some slack. I mean, it's not pa- easy. he's packing. Not easy hauling so one of those around. Yeah. As far as I would understand. I mean, I'd be proud of it, but it wouldn't be easy. I've got a torn labrum now. I can't imagine if I had four pounds of fury hanging off of that hip. Ah, oh, it'd be terrible. But uh, you turn around and you're Steve Irwin. Uh, shocking! What? <laughs> what? He was peeing with a what inch what? <laughs> Find out tonight at ten how big his wang was. <laughs> okay, I'm watching that news. Smaller than you'd think. <laughs> it's not as big as, but it's very. You know, black people are showers, not growers. They stay the same. Steve, <laughs> white guys start small and grow big. Black guys are always big. We Tonight at 10. <laughs> yeah, we had an expert measure them. But, yeah, so I just I can't imagine ever going to jail for that in my world. It's not going to happen. I've peed outside. You know, when I, when I pee outside, I find a tra- – like I've done it on the bike trails and stuff. I always find like a – Waste-type golf course. Waste-type golf courses. We always do that, peeing on golf courses. And always I hide behind a bush. I don't know what I'm hiding from. I that guy's right really been looking yeah. for his ball for a long yeah, time. No, <laughs> and they know when you're peeing. You're shaking the bush. I've seen, I can't say, playing golf, I've seen Brady pee. Uh, a couple. Landon Wilson was with us. He played for the Coyotes. I watched him. Uh, I've, seen, I've never seen your penis. Ever. I've seen you pee 30 or 40 times on a golf course. I've never seen your penis. I would, And if I did, I'd be like, damn it. I'd be, Brady's got a meatball hanging off of that thing. <laughs> Brady's like I am. We're both like Native Americans. We leave the soil exactly as we found it. <laughs> Undisturbed. Yeah, every every woman that's ever been uh, under the under us has walked away in the same exact shape she started. We have not wrecked her for future generations. This dude in Tempe with his giant wang going to jail for peeing. There's a couple girls that Iron Eyes Cody stands next to and starts crying because that guy wrecked the landscape. So congratulations, and you're an idiot. If you've got a huge wing, you can't publicly pee in the middle of the day. Just can't do it. Two handing it, running at me in the ho-ho. I should have sued that guy. He's changed my life. Look out. Look out now. <laughs> Look out now. I turn around. And I, you don't announce your presence in a bathroom anyway, let alone with that thing out. That thing was huge. Still to this day, it's got to be the biggest one I've ever seen. He's probably another guy coming from L.A. to infect you with well, the AIDS. That, guy's, that guy had a big dick, too, but it wasn't like this. 
You don't know that Not story. Like the oh, God. We got we got to catch Brad up. Uh, uh, this is fun for everybody. It's like the eighth time I've told it. Uh, I was standing outside my old building at the Zone with my boss, and it used to be known as Boys Town because all the transvestite <laughs> hookers were down there, mm-hmm. and there were a lot of gay prostitutes in the area. Well, my boss at the time was uh, homosexual, and uh, that was back in the late nineties when you used to chuckle at that quite a bit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we'd tease Paul a little bit, and it, was, it wasn't uncomfortable. So we're outside one day, and Paul smoked like crazy, and I was doing the morning show or just starting, and he was kind of trying to mentor me through this thing. And down this alley by Jed's Cut Hut by the barbershop. Great spot. I see a guy, and he's way off in the distance, and I just hear, Hey! And he's looking at him with Paul. Paul smoking. You and Stephanie are going to dominate this town. I guarantee it. <laughs> this is the best morning show we've ever put together. This station's going to pop. Hi! He's getting closer. I look down and I see him. I'm like, I don't know what that is. That dude's getting close, Paul. I'm not worried about it. Anyway, what you need to do more of is the voices. The people love the, the voices. Okay. <laughs> now it's close. And it's probably 45 feet, and I see that his pants are down, and his dick is huge, and it's in this ceiling fan motion. It's spinning. He's helicoptering He's all helicoptering the way helicoptering towards me. Hi! And then he kind of stops, and it's helicoptering, and Paul's just like he's intrigued. This is, this is an awesome day for Paul. It's Christmas. I'm scared to death. And he goes, uh, and then the guy just goes, I come all the way from Los Angeles to give you the AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> I just took off running. <laughs> I just—I didn't even run back into the building. I just ran down Central Avenue. You <laughs> can't catch me. And then, of course, Ralphie's great line to add to that is that did Paul go? That's fine. Can't catch it twice. <laughs> <laughs> Which wasn't said, but it's a great closer. So those are my two giant black guy dick stories. <laughs> Look out now, and I'm here to give you the AIDS. <laughs> But it was so matter of fact. I come all the way from Los Angeles to give you the AIDS. <laughs> and he like he like he walked here all the way with his helicopter dick, like all the way down the I ten. People driving by, well, did you see that, honey? What was that? And he's coming from Los Angeles, clearly to give his subject AIDS. And he found me. It was me. Direct point. I'm like, oh my god. He That's- worked. He worked for the city to uh, clean clear alleys out. <laughs> he did a job. Yeah, yeah. Well, he got me out of there. He- he drew in Paul, though. And Paul and him, uh, right after that uh, law passed, I think they got married. <laughs> I haven't seen Paul in a long time, so I assume he's under the uh, spell of that man's gigantic wing. But it wasn't anywhere near the size of the one at Hohokam. That thing was, I thought it was a joke. And then it started peeing next to me. I'm like, it works. It's like a fire hose. Just- it was <laughs> huge. Like, in my head, has probably made it even bigger. Because it's just so joke-retarded big. Just massive. Like, I have smaller forearms. This thing was huge. And he had to start pulling it out before he got into the bathroom. Because it's, it's an effort. Oh, anyway. Good morning, this morning. So if you're going to pee outside, make sure you got a wang like me or Brady because... At least you'll just get public urination. Jesus, Holmberg, I've lived in the Valley 15 years, haven't seen one wang. You've apparently seen right. all of them. Well, I hang around weird places. Pohokam <laughs> and uh, downtown. That's a lot of wang. Yeah. 
Yeah, Brady's got a normal button. Toledo, I've never seen your button. I don't know if I've ever seen you with your pants off. Thank God. <laughs> Brady, far too often. I'll be right back. Check it out. I'm watering a Chuck Wall. All right. Get away from that poor lizard. <laughs> I'm going to bring it back to the cart. I need hydration. I don't think I've ever seen Brett pee. I don't know if you're a threat for exposure. You're Italian. You all say you are, but I've known girls that dated Italians, and they want to leave. Say anything. <laughs> uh, somebody said, please make Brady say anesthesiologist again. Anesthesiologist? Hey, good job. <laughs> all right. Well done. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Right off the bat. <laughs> Do it again. Do it again. Anesthesiologist? <laughs> two for two, man. Man. <laughs> Practicing. Somebody now say anesthetist. Ooh. Anesthetist. Yeah, it, it's an effort, but yeah, you're getting it that's out. That's a tough yeah, one. That one looked like there was a facial struggle involved, like muscles that <laughs> normal people don't use. Look out now. Anyway, sorry. What's on the big board of musical treats? Hopefully, something by seven does. <laughs> 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 Wake up song brought to you guys by Action Ride Shop. Bob Marley's up. There. Yeah, well, there's One a the lot. Of, there's a lot of stuff going on here for your shoulders, so everything will be uh, all right. Uh, John Denver, "Sunshine on My Shoulder" was recommended. <laughs> With arms wide open from Creed. You pricks, uh, I might play that. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, you got the normal Slipknot, Pantera, yeah. Metallica, Space. Queens of the Stone Age, Primus, Mudvayne, Lamb of God. Didn't one of the Whalers die? Bonnie. Yeah. Bob Marley's friends. The big one. The, Bunny, the OG. He's yeah, because wasn't he part of Bob Marley's thing? Yeah, was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate. Yeah, he Rago, started so the way I, I do too. It's awful. It's the Guy Fieri of music. <laughs> Named after my mom, Bunny Whaler. Oh, okay. I her oh. mom's name's Reggae. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's or Whaler. Oh, was that? Yeah, Bunny was. Uh, yeah, I don't know how old was the guy. He was seventy-three. That's it. He was one of Bob Marley's. Didn't Bob Marley die in like 75 or something? The original Whalers uh, were yeah, Bob Marley, Peter Tosh, Bunny Whaler. Um, and there might have been one, uh, Beverly Kelso, or she might have been a backup. I remember I, I got to interview uh, Bob Marley's wife with a guy named Mike O'Donnell, who was, he's a big time. Super fan. Oh, it was annoying. And Mike's a great guy, but he liked reggae too much. Wouldn't guess that with Mike. If it wasn't for uh, his love of money. He'd be one of those white guys with dreadlocks. <laughs> He'd be a fish fan. Yeah, he he would. Oh, he was a fish fan. Was he? he? Yeah, he just didn't dress the part because he knew. He he. That's the only good he was fish woke fan. In that the one. only good fish fan is one that recognizes how hideous everyone sees fish fans. Like when you're the dude in the that weird knit cap. Grateful and, Dead fish. Yeah, he was in that. But he recognized. I don't want to look like these fans because that's detrimental to my income. So he Tommy Bahamut and went to to Buffett or what? Uh, he looked like a Buffett fan. But he had much deeper roots in music. Mm. Like he liked rusted root. <laughs> sure. And uh, the, oh, the worst. Did he ever completely change clothes for a concert no. or something? Well, yeah, he'd wear like a tie-dyed T-shirt. But it, it, it Are looked you talking like, about Odie? Yeah, Mike O'Donnell. Yeah. Yeah. Was, but he presented the Yeah, but reggae. he, he, took but that he over didn't wear it. He didn't wear yeah, he didn't it personally. Wear it. You'd never look at Mike and think, he's a businessman. Uh, who likes all this weird stuff, but he never fell into the trap of being one of them. Huh. But we interviewed uh, Bob's wife. Only behind closed doors. Then Even he still. He'd wear the, you know, it was like those, those uh, you know, Worst the lawyers with Harley Davidson's. Like yeah. They wear the le- the brand new leather jacket and they walk around, I'm a biker man. Like it was that. Like it was a, he didn't look the part, but he was involved. He knew everything about the Whalers and Bob Marley and everything. I just sat in that room while he interviewed Bob Marley's wife, who was super sweet. 
He did reggae fest for a couple of years when it used to be downtown. Yeah. And then they had to cancel that because too many deadbeats. And the homeless were getting confused. Too stinky. <laughs> the homeless were like, oh, now we know why everyone hates us. You guys smell terrible. I'd rather have a, a pot of homeless than a pot of Marley fans. Hemp on. everywhere. Ugh. Fish, dead, Marley. Give me what you'd rather have in your house. Five homeless guys or five fish, dead, and Marley people. And I'll give you an answer that is absolutely true. It's pretty much the same to me. But. Well, you keep the homeless because you can change them. You can get them off of everything, and try. they yeah. they want to change the anybody who's gone that deep into the dead Marley fish, fish and dead. They don't want a lifestyle change. This I is like this Marley. is a choice. Homeless people at least haven't made that choice. They're like, look, I'm anything. Can I use your shower? You know what? You'll never hear a Marley fan say, "Can I use your shower?" They'll never say it. Oh, All right, yeah, fish, oh boy, Buffett, <laughs> and oh, dead fans. So oh, yeah. The only so one I haven't been to is fish. No, you, taking, you taking uh, you taking the Buffett or are you going uh, fish? The three? And the, uh, at least Buffett yeah. is cleaner. Who's most allowed in my home? Yes. Ooh. But Buffett fans are so goddamn annoying. Oh, I know. I'm <laughs> so, with you. I mean, I'm with you. I'm I just saying take they're the, the, they're I might the take clean. the scrubs. Fish, Buffett, or Marley? You yeah. have better conversations I'll with take the, the Marley. Fan. I'll take the Marley fan right. because I don't want to come across racist. <laughs> the other two can die in a fire. That's okay. I'll go with that. That's the only racist. reason. Yeah, just Marley in case. fans are going to be all the white kids I with know. their pseudo dreadlocks. But if I find out they, if I took, if I took Buffett over Marley, it just automatically yeah, has overtones. True. There's more love in the room with the Marley. Whatever. That's annoying to even hear you say. <laughs> what are you talking yeah. about? What you just said. If you have all three, then you'll, right. be, you'll now, be the race. I'll take Fish, Marley over Brady. I'll take both of those over that nonsense he just spewed. Garbage. Not interested in your love in the room. I remand. I would let the Buffett guy come in, but he can't control one piece of electronics. Like I'm taking he his can't phone. Get near it. No, I'm taking his phone. I'm taking his. Uh, that little weird speaker pod he probably carries around with him. I'm taking earbuds out just in case he leaves them in their plan. Uh, you're not allowed to work the remote. You're throwing him a Steelers jersey, get rid of that Tommy Bahama stuff. <laughs> yeah, he's or... got to lose his Bahama. <laughs> well, and that's I... been a standing rule at his place. You got to. Well, if it's a Steeler gear. Sunday, you don't have right. to do it just to come over. <laughs> you don't? Well, nobody's coming that's over a unless there's a Steelers uniform altogether. No, right. There is truth to the idea that if you're at my house, you're wearing a Steelers jersey because <laughs> there's no other time right. I have people over. Usually, if you come over, we're leaving. Not coming over to hang out. Yeah. That's an all skate at my place. What? All that? three of them. Oh. Oh, Even you would be disturbed by all that. Fish is the only one I haven't seen. You don't need to. But I've been to the the reggae thing, Bob Marley. Brady, here's a fish fan. Grateful Dead and Buffett. Picture the ugliest, redheaded, bearded, smelly person ever, and it has a vagina. That's a fish fan because the women are hairier than the men. <laughs> Trey Anastasio is just a legend. Yeah, no, he's not. He's he, what he needs is a bath, and so do you. Yuck! I yeah, always thought they're uh, you know a Grateful Dead posing band. Fish. They, they're they're the heir the young dead. Yeah, yeah they're yeah, they just to took the over. Dead. Yeah. yeah, somebody had to fill that void. Yeah, when Jerry died, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, no, they didn't though. I don't know why everybody <laughs> thought that was necessary. Oh, because there's all those VW buses that oh. needed somewhere go? to go. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Where do we go, bro? Got half a tank of gas, bro. Why aren't we driving to Akron to see fish? Because <laughs> they're can't. Everything's canceled. It's like when Forrest stops running. What do we do now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm done running. <laughs> and you know who was in that scene? Mike Odie. Was O'Donnell in that? Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Filmed it in Flag. Is that where that was? I was, was we, Lisa Northern and I were talking Arizona. about that because yeah, it was on the other day. How about that? I didn't know that. Well, that's perfect circle. The circle of Mike. 
<laughs> I just uh, now I'm thinking of fish fan. Well, we've done it. We've like created this world of nightmares that I'm going to have to go into my anesthesia thinking about. I've got fish, Buffett. Thankfully, I can't name one fish song. I wouldn't oh, recognize no. it when it comes on. I mean, well, that was a bad. I thing. would. I'd recognize the one song um, for sure. Really? Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just top of mind. With it. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of the name of it, but I I would. Let's see what's the. <laughs> What, do it again. No, 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 I'm not. I'm going to see. <laughs> <laughs> Make him I know any of them. Make him sing it some more. Do, no, you, we talked over him. See, Sorry. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Before you start, let me turn on my Shazam and see if it recognizes what you're doing. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I want to hear it. Okay, go ahead. Hey, da, hoop. Hey, da, hoop. Uh, it says uh, The Asshole Song by Brady Bogan. Yes! I didn't, uh, how did it know? Yeah, I don't know what that is. Hey, da, hoop. Sounds like a sweat lodge song you're over there. What are you doing? (laughs) You're going to kill people. I'm looking at their number one songs on Apple Music. Can you spell it? Farmhouse. Hey, da hoop. Bouncing around the room. Oh, annoying. Maybe it's that one. Yeah. Bathtub gin, farmhouse. Down with (laughs) the disease, tweezer. You enjoy myself. Run like an antelope. Harry Hood. Is that the one? Maybe it's. Bouncing Sigma around. Oasis. Yeah, we we, uh, we did a thing at the back. zone. When, when Brady and I worked at the zone, we did a concert called Arizona, and I think it Paula Cole was there, and uh, we had the Spin Doctors. But it brought out all these weird. It actually Dave Wakeling. Oh, it, the crowd! It made uh, Lilith Fair look like a masculine event. I mean, it was just this unbelievably soft. It was the soft bare naked ladies. Such a soft early party. On. Soft party. And everybody's there, and every girl would lift her arms to show you that she doesn't shave her armpits in honor of Paula Cole's Everyone was going, hey, da, hoop. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think so. I think you're thinking of the guy from Frozen, the little Swedish. The smell there must have been unbearable. Oh, this garbage. This is a journey. This could not. Is this the one you're thinking of? No. It's hard. It's hard to know, Brady, no, because it's bouncing this one's 12 and a half minutes. Their other ones are 11, 12, 11, 30, 15, 11. Somebody tell them they're not necessary. Yeah. And then if you like them, get a job. New song. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this is new or not. It just bleeds together. No, start something new. Uh, Brent says, I saw Brady peeing once, and I wanted to call the police for exposure, but he was squatting. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. Anyway. Hides it for sure. Which one are we going to do? You we didn't it. decide. You choose. For God's sake, uh, dude. One job. <laughs> Let's do five minutes alone for Pantera. Oh, Let's just wake it up. What the hell? Yeah. After all this fish talk and hoot yeah. hoops. We've got to douche our ears. Hoot a hoop. <laughs> yeah, that's an, interest, that's an interesting, like, who would you have stay at your house conversation? It's almost the Mary F. Kill of music. But it's the who would you have stay at your house? Oof. No, I think that I would do like that Scottsdale guy and just blow my house up. Super Kiss fan, ICP fan, or uh, Grateful Dead guy. <sighs> Who stays at your house? One night. Man, that's tough. That's yeah. tough. And we're not talking average fans. These are super fans. So a juggalo? No, Dead. no juggalos. A juggalo? Yeah. Kiss Army? I'm going Grateful Dead. A Grateful Dead. Yeah, because they're 80. Your house is going to smell like insurance and feces. I don't know. I, I I might have to go the Kiss fan on that one. I can't stand hippies and juggalos. Kiss juggalos. <laughs> so it'd just be a bunch of Kateros at my house. You yeah, know? that's so, true. I mean, yeah, that's it's, right. That's you a good know. point. Oh, I think I'd hand. Oh, my God. That's hard. I'd go Kiss also. Yeah. And that's brutal for you. How about this? You have to listen to their favorite songs. 
Oh, I, I would do Kiss in a heartbeat. Uh, because really? Up over the dead? Deep cuts of one of the three. Oh, man. It's over easier. the dead and ICP? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah absolutely. At I'll least take it's Kiss. easier for me to tune the dead out. Than I, all I, three I, same here. I think because I've never it's heard the not, dead. Other than Touch of Gray. <sighs> That's the only song I like. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle's just a little involvement. Other than that, it's background. Yeah, it's horrible background. But I think I might hate the dead more because of the people who like them than I do hate their music. Oof, man. Reggae, Kiss, or ICP? I'll take Kiss. I'll take Kiss. There's no way. Kiss is going to win that most of the time. Reggae, dead, or ICP? I might go reggae on that one. Is death death a... Reggae is like... Yeah, super country fan is almost as bad to me as. Man, I don't know. That's a tough one. Kiss wins though, and yeah. I don't like Kiss at all. That is really hard for me because I think Kiss is I think dreadfully I'd, bad. Yeah, I, don't I think know. I'd burn on them really quick. Who Kiss? Yeah, if that's all you're listening to the whole time. But those twelve minute acid laden songs uh, from Yeah, but you're, I'm, you're I'm going tuning out. Yeah, but at least Kiss is only. He's right. It's only like twenty minutes. You get through all five songs in twenty minutes. Yeah. You're going to be there for an hour or three with the Grateful Dead 12-minute nonsense blaring in the background. And ICP, you just got juggalos walking around your house wearing Jenko pants and stuff. Stealing your stuff. At least ICP's right out because they're gypsies. They're thieves. They'll take your stuff. And then they're going to cry because their parents didn't treat them right or whatever. I'd take the ICP if his therapist was with him. (laughs) I don't know how to handle all the crying. Just, you know, makeup smudges everywhere, too. And I don't want a hatchet man sleeping in my place in case he snaps. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's a good game. Oof. I don't like that at all. What would you do? Have a super fish fan stay at your house for a week or eat one almond joy? Oh. Come on. Man, you got to choke that coconut down this time. <laughs> that's that's what that guy at Tempe said to those three ladies. <laughs> Like choke this coconut down, you and your girl. Step aside. <laughs> Look out now. <laughs> I think I would uh, let the fish fan stay at my house. Oh. I think I. I don't think I can do almond joys. <laughs> I fish fish stays. You're out of your mind. I might be. That's a tough one, but uh, that's a good question. Thank you, Casey Chinaz. Chinnies, Chinnazaz. Big red badass.